Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I am so excited to record this episode just because this is one of those topics that I think about almost constantly. Like, it's just always in the back of my mind. And I did so much, I guess you could say research before I'm recording before I started this episode because I was just watching all these TED Talks, reading all these articles, and just thinking so deeply about what I'm about to talk to, talk about. And these episodes are always just my favorite to record. And for some reason, this happens every time I start recording. I forget how to talk and I forget what I'm even talking about. And also, I have so many pages of this outline with so many different facts, just from so many different TED Talks. Everyone had like a different perspective. So I'm going to warn you now, my thoughts might be all over the place, but they are all about the same idea. So we'll get through it. We'll figure it out. Anyways, quick little life update. I recently, it actually, it's funny because it kind of goes along with what I'm about to talk about, but I accidentally stabbed myself with a knife the other day. It was on a Sunday and I was so excited. I woke up that Sunday morning. You know when you just wake up like extremely hungry and all you can think about is food? Well, I had one of those mornings and I had just gone grocery shopping. So I had all these ingredients to make avocado toast and I put my bread in the toaster. Well, in my oven because I don't have a toaster and I go to cut my avocado like I always do and I stab the pit like I always do, but for some reason it wouldn't come out. So I was like, you know what? Let me just like stab it, stab it. Like let me it was stupid okay I don't know what I was thinking like I really don't I was like I'll just stab the pit and then like plop it out because I've done that before when I've had to and it works fine anyways it decides to go all the way through the pit all the way I can't even think about it it gives me it makes me like so queasy anyways stab the pit goes through the avocado right into my hand like deep into my hand I don't know I don't I blacked out at this point like think I just ripped it out first thing I did was FaceTime Lisette like I didn't even look at how much it was bleeding I just FaceTimed her because she had just left my house like 10 minutes earlier anyways turns out I was at home alone too like I ended up having to call my parents and they had to take me to urgent care and like we were just gonna glue it together ourselves thank god we didn't because we got to the MD now place and they're like yeah you need five stitches there's no other way to close this so I currently have five stitches in my hand all of Sunday and all of Monday my hand was in so much pain just freaking throbbing and Honestly, I would consider myself to have a pretty high pain tolerance. Like, I grew up doing competitive cheer, so I've been dropped from, like, 10-plus feet in the air onto hard floor over and over and over again, and I've never had to go to the hospital. I mean, knock on wood, even though this just happened. I've never really hurt myself. Hurtin? Hurt? Hurt myself. All right, nice, Lexi. I've just... I don't know. Anyways, where was I going with that? Yeah, I had to get stitches for the first time. It wasn't fun. It hurt like a literal like so bad and the doctor was just not nice she didn't let my mom come in with me or anything thank gosh she didn't actually because my mom probably would have thrown up before I would because this is so gruesome if you don't like blood skip the next let's say 20 seconds um she had me take my rings off and I was like I don't really know if I can take my rings off right now my fingers are really swollen she's like well you need to try so I try to take my rings off this is before she stitched me up the cut opens up literally blood squirts Ew, it's so gross. Squirts everywhere, like all over my face, my hair, my shirt. It was terrible. And then she had to numb me before she did the stitches, but I don't think it worked because I felt every time she stabbed into my hand, which was literally 10 times. It was terrible. Don't recommend. Totally set me off schedule. Gave me like this fear of knives, which is what our topic is today. How to let go of fear. And obviously I don't mean that on the surface level, like 
oh, I'm scared of spiders or, oh, I'm scared of the dark. Like, I mean, the fact that we're just scared of life. Like, we are all fearing life in some way, shape, or form. And it's gotten to a point, at least for me, where it can be just crippling. I mean, I see it all the time on TikTok. I'll see all these trends that are like, oh, I'm not scared. I think you guys will probably know what trend I'm talking about. It's like, it was like to that trending sound and people were like, I'm not scared of anything. And then the next like clip would be like talking about myself or like someone really getting to know me on a deeper level or like vulnerability, like all these things that are very deep, like we fear. So we avoid them. And we honestly fear way more than we realize because it's subconscious and we've gotten so conditioned to just fear everything that we don't even process things as fear anymore. We just choose to stay where we're comfortable. So we won't put ourselves out there to find a new experience where maybe we might have to face fear that could push us to the next level of our life. And I'm going to continue to get more into that. And again, I'm trying to read my outline here, but it is all over the place. And if you're watching on YouTube, you guys get to see Beans because he's sitting on the chair right next to me and the new Moments podcast sign, which was in last week's episode, but super cool, super exciting. It's from Yellow Pop. If you guys ever need an acrylic sign or a neon, I don't know what they're called, but it's freaking awesome. And before I dive super deep, guys, I placed the order for the merch today. Like I, I did the investment. I, I ordered the stuff. Like we are getting the merch within the next like three weeks. Like it's going to be available. And I am so grateful and so excited for you guys to see this stuff again i tell you every week but it's been my passion project since like january and i am so excited that it's finally happening so you should get excited too i i love you guys okay not sure how i got from that to that but anyways we are constantly afraid of what could go wrong and not even that we also fear what could go right because There was this one TED talk I was watching and she was talking about how we fear success because success means there's more pressure on us. There's more expectations. The stakes are higher. So we just fear everything. We don't want to fail, but we don't want to succeed, which is why we stay right in our comfort zone, right where we know that everything's going to work. But what's the fun in that? Like, what is the fun in that? You know what I'm saying? Fear is just kind of what controls our life. And... Obviously, fear is designed to help save you or help you survive in a critical life-threatening situation. Okay, glitching. It's designed to help us survive in critical life-threatening situations, right? That's the good part. Fear is a beautiful thing, and we shouldn't take it for granted because, God forbid, someone's swinging a baseball bat and a baseball is coming right for your head. You need that fear so that you can avoid and duck and avoid the baseball hitting your head. Obviously. But sometimes, in a way, it does the opposite. It's what stops us from living. I notice sometimes when I'm recording these episodes after I watch TED Talks, I'll I'll notice my voice do the TED Talk thing. So just pretend it's not happening, okay? I'm doing my best, but I have TED Talk in my brain. Okay, moving on. The thing is, with fear, this is from the first TED Talk I was watching. I will post on my Instagram story when this episode comes out a list of all the TED Talks I watched relating to this episode. If you want to give them a watch, I'll rate them from, like, best to worst. But TED Talks are my shit. They're so fun to watch. Anyways, this first one was talking about how, with fear, it's not that we fear what's actually happening. And this is when we think about fear on a deeper level, like fear of life. 
we don't fear what's happening. We fear what we might have to experience. We fear what could happen. And we fear that we might not be able to handle what it is that's handed to us. So we avoid it at all costs. And this TED Talk also said that the deep, tar- deep, wow, guys, sorry, I'm glitching so much. The deep, dark tunnel of fear is actually the hallway that leads you up to the next level of your life. And this is where, at this point in the TED Talk, this is where I started to realize that fear is actually a good thing. Fear is something that we can use to help us grow, to help us evolve, to take us to the next level of our life. And before I kind of get even more into that, I want to talk about the things that I fear in my life because when I started thinking about these, I was like, you know, I actually think that this might be relatable for a lot of people and this isn't just something that I'm experiencing and that I'm going through. And one of the things that's so important to me is just to help us all feel a little bit less alone and help us all understand that we've all got struggles and a lot of them align. And if you don't relate to every single thing I'm about to say, that's okay. But if you do, you're not alone. And if you have something on your list of things that you fear that I don't, I promise you someone else does. And when I start thinking about that, it brings me a lot of comfort. So I don't know if it's going to bring you comfort, but it might. Anyways, one of my biggest fears, and I will say this is something that sits in the back of my mind almost constantly is the fear of love. Like it's something that I want to experience so badly, but it's also something that I fear the most. And obviously this is very personal for me. It's not something I talk about often, but I really, really fear someone getting to know me so fully. Like someone getting to know me as well as I know myself because I notice all of my flaws constantly. And I fear that when someone else gets to know me, fully they're gonna notice all the same flaws about me and want to run away and they're gonna leave right when I fall in love with them so that's always sitting in the back of my mind and that's a huge reason I don't go on first dates or I don't really get to know people or I run from things right when they start to get serious because of my own insecurity and obviously as far as the dates thing goes I also have really bad anxiety but we'll dive into that another day but it causes me to constantly fear love another thing that i fear is just messing up or failing and this aligns a lot with my career choice the way that i chose to live my life and chase my dreams and do what makes me the happiest is not something that is necessarily viewed successful by society like i'm literally someone who well the way people see it is i'm someone who just posts on instagram and tiktok and expects it to work for the rest of my life obviously I know on a deep level that that's not all I do. That's not what my goal is. That's not what the passion is. Like it's so much bigger than that and it's so much more than that and I'm doing what I've always dreamed of. And not a lot of people see that, but that's okay. But obviously I still am constantly feeling this fear that I'm messing up or that I chose the wrong path because of what society has taught me. And it's something I'm always fighting with myself on because It's just, I don't know, it's a weird thing. I'm constantly fearing failure, but I need to not fear failure. And I think a lot of us fear failure in many different aspects of our life, not just career-wise, just like failing at everything. It's a really, it's a harsh thing to think about and it's pretty deep and it's pretty dark and we're not gonna get too into it right now, but I also fear myself sometimes. (laughs) Now, I don't know how to say that lightly, but 
I fear myself. And again, these all kind of fall under the same umbrella. Like the reason I fear myself is because what if I never truly love myself? And obviously I'm always preaching, love yourself, love your flaws, love your insecurities. And obviously I'm working on it. We're all working on it, but I fear that it'll never happen fully. And the thing is, the thing that we all need to understand is that it probably won't, but we need to find acceptance in that. And I'm going to continue to dive into that as I talk more. But we also fear the unknown. We are constantly creating these worst case scenarios in our heads. And I think about it even with this this podcast that is my baby. It's been almost a year now that I have it. Every time I drop an episode, I'm like, oh my God, what if nobody listens to this episode? What if not one person tunes in? That's what I think about. I think about dropping the merch. I'm like, what if not one person buys anything? And I don't for one second stop to be proud of myself for what I have accomplished. I don't for one second think like, oh my gosh, people are listening. I'm, be- I'm making a difference in people's lives. I'm finding a way to get through to people. I don't think about that. I'm constantly thinking about how I'm failing, which causes fear in my mind that I'm just going to continue to keep failing. And that's what we all need to let go of. And obviously everyone's situation is different. Everyone's got their different fears and struggles, but they're all deep down the same thing. We're all just scared of not being good enough for ourselves, not being good enough for other people. It's, it's the way that fear cripples us. So I want to dive deeper and I'm going to pause real quick just to look at my outline just because it's so out of order, but give me one second. Okay, I'm back. I can kind of see where I'm at. And what I'm realizing is that in these two TED Talks, I was kind of given two different solutions and two different ways to not allow fear to ruin your life or keep you keep holding you back. And before I tell you those, I kind of want to tell you where fear comes from. So fear comes from our amygdala, which I'm pretty sure is the area of our brain that is also responsible for anger. Um, basically, what it does is it helps you react quickly, it helps protect you. It does a lot of good things. That being said, it's also got a little bit of a glitch in the system because that amygdala doesn't know the fear that's going to help you grow. Let me try to re-explain that. It doesn't know the difference between the good challenges and the bad ones. The guy in the TED Talk, he was actually so cool. I cannot remember his name. I'll post it when I post my Instagram story. He is so cool. Um, He referred to this part of the brain as the lizard brain and talks about how there's four triggers that are going to create fear. There's uncertainty, there's attention, there's change, and there's struggle. Now, obviously, if a baseball is coming at your head, all of these things are going to be present. But all of these things are also present in the most empowering learning experiences that you're going to face in your life. Think about having to give a presentation in front of a class. It involves all of those elements. It involves the uncertainty. It involves the attention. It involves the change. It involves the struggle. But that experience in itself is something that's going to be good for you and empowering for you. However, that part of the brain doesn't know the difference. So you immediately want to run from it. You want to avoid it. You fear it. And... It's just really interesting to think about. And I liked, I liked that I could get a visual of it, like thinking of the part of my brain that is a lizard that does this 
for some reason helps me. I don't know what kind of learner that makes me, but I love when I can understand things to that extent. It just makes it seem easier to understand, I guess. Anyways, not only do we fear because of this part of our brain, but it's also the reason that we procrastinate. And do you know why we procrastinate? Because we're afraid of fear. How does that make any sense? We fear fear itself. We fear everything, honestly. But this part of the brain is what's responsible for the reason you're scared to take the next step in your life. The reason you're scared to go against what everybody views as normal and successful to do what you're most passionate about. The reason that you stay in relationships and friendships that you know are not helping you grow and as a matter of fact they might be pushing you back and pushing you down. The reason that you simply stay unhappy because you're scared of what the outcome might be, whether it's failure or it's success. The reason that you create all these worst case scenarios and all of these thoughts in your mind, it's all because of this stupid lizard brain. Lizard brain. Now, the first TED talk I watched talks about how we need to separate ourselves from our thoughts. Because when you think about it, we create these stories in our head. That's what the fear does. It's just stories that we create in our head. And honestly, this example is pretty cool. I don't know if I can explain it the same way. But the guy in the TED talk was talking about you know the movie Jaws, obviously the really big shark. Apparently, when they were filming that, the actual mechanical shark itself wasn't scary. Even in the clips that it's in in the movie, like people weren't scared. The people were the most scared at the clips with the like anticipation, like you don't know what's going to happen, you don't know if the shark's going to come out because they create all these stories in their head of what could happen. That's when they feared the most. And I just thought that was a cool example because I was like, you know what? He's right. When I watched Jaws, I was a lot more scared when I didn't know if the shark was going to come out versus when the shark was actually out. And it's just cool to relate that back to your real life because it puts things into perspective that we're not scared of what's actually happening. We're scared of what could happen and we're scared of these scenarios that we make up in our mind. Like going back to my own fears and going back to my fear of love. I fear first dates because I make up all these worst case scenarios in my head like this could go wrong, this could go wrong, yada yada yada, but chances are it's not. Like I'm just making shit up in my brain. You know what I'm saying? Like we all do it. And another example that he used was talking about rain. He was like obviously rain is just water coming from the sky, right? But people will make up these stories and make up all the ways to blame the rain like say you're you have to walk to an important meeting and it's pouring rain you're pissed off you're angry you're mad at the rain the rain didn't do anything wrong you know now i don't exactly know or remember where he went with that but still cool to think about we all know how much taking a small action can make a big difference in your life or somebody else's life, whether that's smiling at a stranger, waking up 30 minutes earlier, practicing a new skill for a few days. Small actions go a long way. And the small action I've added to my life lately is taking Seeds DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. It helps maintain a healthy gut and healthy digestion. I genuinely feel things moving through my body easier and I feel better overall taking it. It doesn't only just help your digestion and your gut, it also helps your heart health and your skin. And you just take two little capsules a day. 
It's also very awesome for me to know that it's backed by science and lots of it. When it was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome. It's a product that you know you can trust. And also, our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for all of the things like digestion, skin health, heart health, and your immune system. Overall, it is a great thing that you should take. So trust your gut with Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash moments and use code 25moments to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash moments. Code 25 moments. You're going to absolutely love it. It's been my favorite thing to take. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara and makeup for years now. So getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true. One thing that I absolutely love about Thrive is that they have clean, skin-loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. You guys know if you follow me anywhere But just listening to the podcast, makeup isn't my strongest suit, but I do love to play around with it, and Thrive makes it so simple. And another thing that amazes me about Thrive is that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products to fund and help communities thrive, which is so beautiful. And they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner, which is so cool. You can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to, and then go jump in the pool. But my most favorite, other than their mascara, which is my top tier Thrive Cosmetics product, it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara. It's tubing. It is, I wear it in the water. It doesn't make me look like a raccoon or a panda. It is incredible. But they also have this brilliant eye brightener that you can use as highlighter. You can use it in your inner corner. I have always used it as my inner corner and it is the best. So refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com moments. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U, S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order. Now, the key is really just to figure out where these stories are coming from and understand that we are not our thoughts, but we think that we are. So we're constantly believing what we think because we're like, oh, well, if I'm thinking it, it must be true. False. I want to stop for 30 seconds. I'm just going to stop talking and I want you to not think about anything. I don't want you to think about how stressed out you are about your future. I don't want you to think about what you're going to have for dinner. I don't want you to think about the boy who you're talking to right now. I don't want you to think about the boy who ghosted you. I don't want you to think about what your friends are out doing and what you're not doing for 30 seconds. Go. Pretty sure that was 30 seconds. Now, you were thinking, weren't you? Even if you were thinking about how you weren't thinking about anything, it's impossible to stop your mind. And something I find super interesting is that even the most dedicated monks and Buddhists who meditate constantly, they're still thinking. You literally cannot stop your mind. But what they're capable of doing is embracing the idea that they are not their thoughts. 
They are allowing their thoughts to be separate from them. You let them come and you let them go. You don't sulk in them because you are not them. It's cool to put it into perspective because once you do, once you stand, understand that you're not your thoughts, you can observe your thoughts, but you can know that you aren't them. You can separate yourself from your thoughts. So every thought can come and can go, but you, you're going to stay. You're not going anywhere. And when I think about things like this, it helps me let go of my thoughts a lot quicker because... I understand that I am not completely in control of the way that I'm going to think. I know that sometimes I'm going to think negatively no matter how positive I'm trying to think. But when I can separate myself from it, it loses all the power that it has. It doesn't control me as much as it did before. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have control over you. You can just observe it as an outsider. You can allow it to give you a certain awareness. Like if you're constantly thinking something negative, you can tune in on it to observe it, to feel it, to understand what do you need to change in your life to not feel this thought anymore. And you can have control over it. It's just a little bit of a different way to do it. And I just find it so fascinating. And I've heard this so many times before. Like I have watched countless videos, read countless books that all teach me this. And sometimes I still lose focus of it. Sometimes I still struggle with figuring out how to separate myself from my thoughts because we've all just been conditioned to combine the two. It is what the world has done to us. I mean, we think about the media, we think about TikTok, Instagram, the freaking metaverse that's happening, the, the videos that we're consuming, like everything is making us think negatively. So remind yourself every once in a while, what I actually just decided that I'm going to do while I was recording this was set a reminder on my phone to pop up every single day that says you are not your thoughts because it's easy to forget. But since we're on our phones literally all the time anyways, we might as well have reminders on there that are going to help us to understand these things and to better ourselves and to evolve ourselves into get ourselves to a point where we can feel happy and we can feel joy and we are not constantly fearing life. There's a lot to fear. It's a scary effing world out there. And I know that. But how is fear going to change it? How is it going to, you know, help us? Well, let's just talk about it. Because in the other TED Talk that I was watching... He was talking about how you need to delete the lizard brain. You have to get rid of it. You have to delete fear. Well, if you try to do that, you're only going to make it worse. You're going to agitate it. Obviously, when you agitate something, it's going to get a little more angry. You're going to feel more anger. You're going to feel more fear. You're going to feel pissed off that you can't turn it off, which is just going to piss you off more. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Anyways, he talks about how since you can't turn it off, you can dance with it. You can dance with fear. You can use it as a compass in your life. Fear can be what pushes you. If something freaks you out, you have to allow it to be a reminder that you are doing something bold. You are doing something courageous. You are doing something powerful. And you are taking the step out of your comfort zone that you have been wanting to take for so long. You have to let it empower you. Because if you don't let it empower you, it's going to tear you down. No one wants to be torn down. Don't try to delete it. Learn to embrace it. And I think that 
this solution was a lot better for me to think about than the separating myself from my thoughts because for some reason that one with the fear like didn't really align for me as much as this one did and obviously we're all different which is why I still gave you that other solution but for me the idea of embracing fear made me feel a lot more confident and comfortable than the other one because it's cool to think about that it's cool for me to think about stepping out of my comfort zone and instead of looking at it with this mindset of like, oh my God, but this could happen. I get to look at it with like, oh my God, but this is happening. But I am really taking the next step in my life and I am challenging myself and I am doing the things that younger me would have dreamed of. But she didn't do them when she was younger because she was scared. And now I'm not. And... Obviously, it's easier said than done. It's very easy to sit in a room. It's very easy for me to sit in my house and talk about how I have all this like power now and I'm going to do anything that I'm scared of because I'm comfortable. But the real challenge for me is going to be when I actually take the leap. And what I tried to do after realizing this was think about the other times in my life when I really have stepped out of my comfort zone and I've just done things. And I recognize that it was actually a lot more than I thought. And I think about it in the example of social media. And I know I talk about this kind of journey of mine a lot on the podcast, but obviously it's really the only thing I have to talk about since it's kind of what my life is right now. But it's cool to relate it into different parts of my life. Hear me out. The moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day. My mom is my rock star. She's the best ever and she prioritizes everybody but herself. I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day. But something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. And let me just tell you right now, I use this duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing. But what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria Allergy Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. And they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. And listen, body care is self-care. So give your mom a chance to love herself and give herself the love that she deserves. Treat your mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOMENTS for 10% off. Quick intermission. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. We all hold way too much heaviness on our shoulders, on our chest. We keep things in our mind that we need to release. And sometimes it feels like there's nobody in our life that we can release our feelings to. And that's why I am the world's number one advocate for therapy. I love going to therapy. It's honestly been too long since I've been but we're constantly carrying around so many big stresses and we keep it bottled up and it can affect us and the people around us so negatively. So I believe that going to therapy isn't only something that's good for you, but also good for the people around you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I want you to try BetterHelp. It is designed for you. It is designed online. You can connect with a therapist through a chat, through a video call, through a phone call. You can change therapists at no cost. It is made to be 
easy, and affordable for you. It's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge, like I said. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash moments today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moments. I have taken many leaps and a lot of times I didn't give myself any credit for them and I didn't really notice them. And I know I just kind of touched on this, but for me, choosing to move to an island at 19, I was 20. I don't know how old I was. I moved to an island when I was very young. I was barely financially independent. I just started making money. I was paying for everything, but I didn't really have the means to do so at the time. But I took the leap because I was like, you know what? What's the worst that could happen? And it ended up being the most empowering year of my life. Like I learned so much about myself and I am so grateful for it and I easily could have said no I knew that I was scared to do it but I also had this gut feeling that this is what I needed to do whether it worked out or not I was going to learn something from it and I didn't recognize it at that as that at the time but looking back on it I'm like damn I really did not let fear control me right there I decided to dance with the fear and in so many other aspects too, like deciding to take some time off of school. Who knows? I might end up failing at whatever it is that I'm doing right now and need to go back to school, but at least I will have learned a lesson. You can't fear what could happen. If I feared what could happen, this would not be my career choice whatsoever. I would be, well, what was I? I was in school for communications. I loved the idea of like being a broadcaster. So maybe I'd be on the news or something, like on a local news station or reporting the weather. Like if I wanted to pick something that was in my comfort zone that I knew I would be good at, I would have done that. I have no idea if I'm going to be good at this. Sometimes I record this podcast and this still happens and I blame it on my ADHD. I'm like, I know what I'm talking about, but sometimes I don't know how to put it into words and I have this constant fear that it is just not gonna get through people's heads the way that I want it to. Or that I'm not gonna actually be able to help people understand why they feel the things that they feel. And if I was so scared to do that, we wouldn't be here right now. And I just kind of lost my train of thought while I was talking about that. No surprise there. Um, But we all just got to stop being afraid. And actually, I take that back. I'm literally going against what I just said. We don't have to stop being afraid. We have to learn to embrace being afraid. And learn to look at being afraid as a beautiful stepping stone in our life. We don't have to fear. We just have to change the way that we view fear. And I feel like this episode is a little bit repetitive, but again, I know I say this often, this is also repetitive. Sometimes we need to hear things 10 million times until they actually click in our mind. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who have a similar brain that I do, or they think the same way that I do, or maybe you literally struggle on the same level as I do where I have ADHD, but I'm unmedicated and it's, I struggle with it, but I also love it because it's the way my brain creates the things that it does. Anyways, besides the point, where was I going with that? Let me think, let me think. I want you to start just changing the way that you see things. And all of it goes back to mindset. Every single time, every single episode, every single struggle that you have, that I have, that we have, can be fixed with just the way that we think. 
And in the last TED Talk that I watched, she was talking about how we fear success. And I don't know how she went from that to this line that she closed on, but here we are. She said, you have to think of every barrier in your life, everything that's holding you back as something that's going to be the reason you succeed. And it's powerful. You can't look at your life as just this miserable line of events that are holding you back. If you choose to look at them as events that are pushing you forward, you're going to notice it changes your motivation. And that is something I've recently brought back into my life because I did that for a while. When I first started doing all this, everything that set me back, I was like, oh yes, let's go. This is going to, this is going to be the reason I succeed at this next thing that I do. And then for a while I let it go. I let fear start controlling my life again. And it's not something that you would have seen on paper. Like it's not something that anyone noticed changed in my life. It was something that changed in my own mind. And every time I would fail or every time I would notice that like something didn't do well. And honestly, a good way to put it, this is very surface level and this isn't, I'm not going to get super personal in the ways that it affected me, but I would let fear live my life. Think about it this way. I posted a TikTok that I work on for an hour and this is going to sound so stupid. I know. But it, it doesn't do well. And my engagement goes down. I lose followers. Like all that stuff that is a little bit dumb. Not as dumb when it's kind of a little bit my job. You know what I mean. I look at that as like failure. So therefore I'm like, you know what? I give up. I'm just not going to post. I'm not going to put my time into anything. I'm just going to focus on the things that are doing well. That are succeeding. But if I choose to look at that as a failure in a good way. I would continue to take the time to work hard on what I was failing at and eventually succeed at it. And I don't know what I'm even saying. Basically, what I'm saying is pour into the things that you're scared of. Pour into what you fear. Pour into what you're failing at and you will succeed. Change the way that you think about it. Encourage yourself. Empower yourself. Look at life as a beautiful thing that you don't have to be afraid of. Trust me. We don't need to live in fear. We don't deserve to live in fear. I'm going to end it on that. But I hope I got some points across. Because I'm reading my outline. I have a lot of points in here. But I know the way that my brain works. And sometimes it gets confused. So I hope I got through to you guys. I love you. And I don't want you to be afraid of anything. I want you to keep chasing your dreams and chasing your passions and doing whatever you believe is possible because I can promise you that it is. And it's going to take a lot of work and you're going to fail along the way. But that is the best part. The journey is the best part. The destination won't feel very rewarding if there's not a lot of roadblocks along the journey. And I can promise you that. I've experienced it firsthand. All right. I love you. Now go live in whatever the opposite of fear is. I believe in you. Goodbye. I'll talk to you next Monday. Merch is coming soon. Okay, peace out. Actually, next Monday when we record, I'm going to be in Costa Rica. So I might do an episode with my mom and we're going to talk all about yoga and how it has changed my life. Anyways, love you. Goodbye.